Before we get going this week, I thought I'd just remind you that I'm a certified business strategist who's been in property for over 25 years. I know my clients shortcut their success by being laser focused through strategy and mentoring, as no one business model fits us all because funding, geography, skill set, it all plays a part in deciding what works for you. Getting it wrong can definitely damage your wealth. If you're serious about property, then your first step is a call with me. Nothing more difficult than following the link in the show notes to book it. Hello, and welcome to the Property Solopreneur podcast, a show for property investors and developers who want to build and grow their own profitable businesses. I'm sharing with you my decades of property experience and interviewing many other successful property people who are happy to share their varied and priceless knowledge freely. Business doesn't need to be hard, and nor do you need to be lucky. But as a certified strategist, I know you need a plan to work to. And a good start is by listening to other people's successes and failures. Why reinvent the wheel? This allows us to have a more in-depth knowledge of the wider property world. Welcome to this week's episode of The Property Solopreneur. Now, it suddenly can strike us completely out of the blue that we just don't know something about things we do in our businesses that are going to make a real difference to us. We've got to find out how to do them, where we need to learn. And it can actually be quite a small thing, something that if implemented will give us more time, make us you know, use less effort and more profit. And that to me is the holy grail of learning. It may, of course, for those of us who work in property, it require us to open our minds to a totally different way of working. Perhaps we've always worked in small refurbs, you know, flipped, put things into our portfolios and suddenly we decide to build a shard. So we have to learn everything we need to know about developments and how to do them and planning and all that kind of stuff. Well, whatever it is, I noticed just recently that I'm being asked a lot more questions about who I could recommend or what one should look for if looking for a course. I think this is a really good thing. It's not possible to find out everybody who creates things for us to to learn. So personal recommendations are good, but it all does come down to due diligence. And what's in it for me, me as the person learning? What do I need to do? Well, first of all, I think we all have to understand what kind of learner we are, how we like to learn in, in a group on our own, fast, slow, or video, all these things now make a huge difference. It's not just a case of rocking up somewhere every week to go and learn a tiny new bit towards the, the big picture. Now, I'm a great fan of lifelong learning. I, if I don't learn something new, upgrade my skills or widen my knowledge base, I know I get stale and I, I see that I miss clear market indicators, which really annoys me after the event. But my biggest bugbear is frankly just getting bored. There's no excuse for it in today's society. There's so many different ways you can learn. I'm a certified business strategist and I did business in college for three years, but I know that I can't stop learning because business has changed dramatically in you know, the last 30 years. Technology, oh my word. I mean, you know, when I first started in business, we didn't have computers, not on the, on the everyday life. We did have one. I worked for Jaeger and it had a huge computer, with the mainframe it was called. We were all connected to it in the offices. We were sitting down in Regent Street in London and the mainframe was an enormous building up in King's Lynn, kept at a very careful temperature and everything else. When the first electronic tool came in that could do all sorts of things with stock taking, we were blown away. 
well, we've come a long way since then. So we do have to keep our skills completely updated, finding those little nuggets to pop into our own businesses. Now, all the successful people I know have had mentors, still have them, and they keep their knowledge current. They're always popping off to go and do something. Even some of the most amazing people who you think they can't possibly learn anything more are actually in mastermind groups. Not so much to learn something, but to be able to bounce ideas, bounce thoughts off. Just again, getting little nuggets. You can't do and find everything for yourself. I'm very suspicious now of course creators or experts who, you know, are selling courses, mentoring, et cetera, who don't bother to invest in themselves. What are they teaching? Are they up to date? Are they really giving me, for instance, what I need to learn? Well, why does this matter? Well, I think it's because the world of commerce, gosh, it moves so fast, dictated by world events and, as I said, technological advances. You know, even a few years ago, there wasn't something called, you know, sustainability or green ideas. That's really had a major influence on how what we do. So even if someone's been unbelievably successful in their niche, without up-to-date knowledge, whatever they teach is going to be out of date and may even damage your business in the long run. So don't worry if I think it's a personal idea, don't forget that if you're a branded course by a well-known property person, don't worry if you're actually taught a niche topic by a third party. That huge branded person at the front of the room whose course you've bought, they may not have done this particular technique or be up to date in it. And they know that for their mentees, they need to give them the most up-to-date information. So that's why they get someone in to do it. Current information, that's what we all need. Now, this was brought home to me the other day because I was doing a bit of tipping out you know, one of those little moments when you think, oh, just tidy that shelf. I found a whole lot of video CDs from one of the really big trainers. And I'm afraid I did get derailed from the whole tidying thing. And I popped it into the system and had a look. Oh my word, it is dated. Couldn't believe it. A lot of the systems and the processes that they were teaching is being absolutely essential, frankly, were clunky. They'd been totally superseded by technology. And one or two things that they were talking about are now actually illegal or deemed a little bit shady. So it does go to show how things change. We don't notice it change on a day-to-day basis. But if you look back four years, you will see, even in four years, how we ourselves have changed about how we consume information and learning. You know, lockdown forced people to go and work online via Zoom. It's now thought as being completely normal. But, you know, right at the beginning, it really was quite still quite novel to have a Skype session pre-COVID, wasn't it? I honestly remember the first time I was asked to do a mentoring session on Skype rather than via the phone. Well, this was way outside my comfort zone. Well, you know, what did I do with myself? How did I make the background? You know, what was I supposed to look like? I felt very uncomfortable delivering those first few on Skype. But now it feels really weird to do a delivery via a phone when I can't see the person on the other end of the line. I can't see what they're scribbling, whether or not they're listening to me, whether they're engaged with me. That's all part and parcel of the whole experience to me now. I can slow down or speed up depending on how I see the person react. I find it really strange. So times, well, the experiences change with times and we've got to keep up to date. The extraordinary thing is now, many of us who deliver this stuff via Zoom, we've even got paid accounts so we can host all day sessions on Zoom without being cut off after 40 minutes. I mean, gosh, it felt weird doing that when I first bought the whole year's thing. 
you know, would I ever need that amount of time? I live on Zoom now. I mean, it just makes such a difference to my world. So it's, I think it's really made us feel much happier about watching videos um, that have not been created in a super duper expensive studio. You know, it, we've suddenly realized actually it's the content we want to consume. Some of the stuff that was made prior to COVID is very slick, is very professional and everything else. But again, you know, times change and I'd rather have a short video by someone who just tells me something I need than worry about what it all looks like. It's made us much happier to join online masterclasses and watch replays. In fact, we just want to interact as and when it's convenient for us, something that catches our fancy. But Funnily enough, the whole subject came around because of my clients asking questions about courses, et cetera. And often someone says, you know, I really want to learn a little bit more about this or that. Shall I go to them or them? Now, I think it's really good that people ask around, but I think the best thing you can do if you're having a question about it is to pour over the person's website, you know, look at all, listen to their podcasts, look at their YouTubes. Have they actually done what you want to know? And is it recent? Um, it's not difficult to see via social media whether or not somebody is still doing what they say they're going to be do they're doing, and their testimonials will show it as well. It's of course an awful lot more difficult with online stuff, non-interactive courses. You know, that's the one which is just full-on video, etc., with no interactive time with the author. So, when was it made? Has it been updated? Things do get updated. They should be updated. So one of the biggest names in female money space re-records her signature program every two years. Now, she could have just recorded it 12 years ago and left it because the content hasn't changed. But actually, she's updated it so that it's relevant and fresh, the examples are new, so that people can all be brought into her subject and take away what they need to. Again, how is the course sold? Is it for perhaps a challenge? They're always rather fun. I do love a challenge. You know, five days of having to do something every day. I, I still find them enormous fun. I know that they're a funnel. I still love them. Or perhaps it's a workshop where you get value even before you started. Can you interact with the person and ask a question? Or is it perhaps for a sales team who will ring you up, follow up, you know, because you've put a name somewhere down with a telephone number? Can they answer your questions? Yeah, you know, this stuff is all really, really important because once you've downloaded a course, you've deemed to be having accessed it because it's a, a legal digital download. That's terribly difficult to say. So that's not refundable. So if you then discover you've bought something that's out of date or it's not your subject matter at all, sorry, you've bought it. So back to you though, what is it that you want to learn? I think that most courses are way too long. And, you know, I think it's always annoying not to get to the end of something that you've paid for. But actually, what you want is something that you can work through very simply in easily digestible chunks and then implement into your business as soon as you can. Small, to me, can be really beautiful. So don't get hung up on the bonus this and bonus that. Think about it. Were those bonuses what you had been looking for all the time rather than the course? Are they actually something you could get for free from the person's website as a download or a freebie, etc.? You'd be amazed at the number of bonuses that are like that. Do you want to learn by yourself or going on a group program? Group programs are perfect for some people and some other people's idea of total and utter hell. Who will be the other attendees? 
this is really relevant again for masterminds. Not sometimes. Uh, what is the difference, for instance, between a mastermind and a course? Well, a mastermind, you're not probably going to learn as much. It's all about support and interaction and moving to the next level, all at different times. So, who are the other people? You know, will they be at a level that you are at, above or below? The blurb, the blurb may have promised a lot, but what can be delivered? despite what it says on the tin, will really, really depend on the other people on your course. And as a rule of thumb, I think if you're in that kind of group situation, you want to be in the lower part of the group skill set, because then you're going to have a lot of scope for improving and sucking up all that knowledge. You really don't want to pay a lot of money and then find that actually you know just about as much as the person who's giving the course. Again, how much time have you got to give to all of this? You know, can you commit to some of the time requirements? A weekend every month or perhaps a weekend every quarter where you've got to travel, incur more costs for staying and eating. Got to factor all of this in. Now, I've done that. I absolutely loved the buzz and the interaction with the others I met. I did a, you know, I was part of a group for uh, every year when I first started in property. I built my first portfolio, but I realized that, I could keep doing the same, but it wouldn't grow me at the speed that going and touching and listening to other people do stuff would. So I joined in with the group and I really loved it, as I say. But for some people on the course, it was just the interaction that mattered to them. It was a great way of delaying taking action. And for me, it was just a case of I can't find this stuff out by myself. I just want to hear at least one nugget or two every weekend. I'll go home, implement them, and then I can move on. However, you may be searching for something else, you know, perhaps a group on on Zoom uh, with support. Well, how big or how small do you want to go? You know, if you want to go small, we're talking one-to-one. One-to-one is always more expensive. But sometimes paying more, taking less time will get you further quicker. Entirely up to you. You can buy, learn, and implement in this whole sphere of learning very, very quickly. And if it's online, you can often have replays and learn again and again and again. This is how you work best. Now, I have to confess that before I even start to think about learning something, I'm a fan of the day event. Big and small, I've been to both. And it was really well illustrated. Um, Very recently, I went to a well-known strategist day held in London. I'd never met them in person before, but online, I knew them to be confident, very interesting, and very dynamic. The reality could not have been further from the internet. It was a damp squeed. The mismatch between the marketing and the reality was actually the message that I took home, and that wasn't what I went for. It was part of a sales funnel for a mastermind one-to-one mentoring. I knew that. That's why I was there. Well, failure to organize a party in a brewery is a phrase that came springing to mind very early on in the day. And I knew I wouldn't be parting with any of my own cash. I would never, ever recommend this to anyone. But I loved actually the day because it just confirmed to me how important doing due diligence before you plunge in really is. It's all very well reading the sales blurb, but do you resonate with the person and their company? I have honestly been on other days that completely blew me away. And from conversations I've had with clients, I know that I'm not the only one. Often people and myself go to a day purely due to the subject matter. It's interesting. You you, you like it. You think, oh, that's, that's something new. I could learn that. And you just want to learn more. And so you get sucked in. Now, 
the one day I'm thinking about was online. It was a sort of nine till three. That's the general gist of time spent on these things. And it was a very interesting subject. And I was blown away from the off when there were rules about attending. And one of them was, don't you want to have your video camera on? Well, this is part group participation. It's not nice speaking to blank cameras. So if you don't want to join in, goodbye. And literally, you were thrown out of the group. And you could join, but you had to have your camera on. If you turned your camera off, unless you had said why you're doing it, and for a very short space of time, you were out of the group again, not being able to participate. Because it, the rule was, we're basically in the same space. We're interacting. The breakout rooms, they were fun, well-managed, and the energy was kept high throughout the day. That's what you want. I mean, it was, really was as dynamic as being in the room. The sales pitch, which sometimes can be really rather flat and really rather boring at the end, it's very predictable, come, well, that was met with enthusiasm rather than thinking, oh, yawn, what a bore. It was six hours of learning and interaction. And afterwards, I, I've noted all the names down. I sort of got hold of them and asked them what they thought. And I got some really good feedback about the fact that I wasn't the only one who had really enjoyed myself. You know, most of the people there were joining in for a variety of reasons, because there was a mastermind group, there was a one day in person, there was a hybrid course online with a video, lots of different ways to join in. Well, other people told me that they had actually gone forward and bought from this course. And if you hate group courses and you haven't got the time, then perhaps this sort of hybrid idea is definitely what you want to do. So if you can't find what you want and you've been to a day and you like the person or you like the subject, why don't you risk asking? You know, put a concept together and ask the expert that you like if they'd ever thought of doing X or Y, covering this or that subject. Now, it may be the push or idea that the expert's been looking for, and they'll come back to you with a price if it's, if it's an idea that's got legs, or if they want to do it, or they'll say no, a flat no. Now, I've often been asked about creating a day or a morning course for certain things, and do you know, I really enjoyed the challenge when somebody's asked me about this, and I've delivered them. I've gone on to them quite often to take it back to the marketplace, and it becomes a standard offering for me. Now, if you're worried about this whole idea about approaching somebody, think about this. We're in property. So if you think it's normal to walk into somebody's property and ask for a ludicrously large discount, then I think you can definitely risk and know from someone that you want to learn of. And like all salespeople, what you want is a few no's because then you know you're going to get a yes sooner or later and you can hone what it is you want to do. So go on, have a go, ask. Getting your business working properly with help with strategy and planning are certain things that people want. Learning how to perfect pitching and working with investors is vital, but it doesn't come naturally. Quite often people need to have help. Sourcing. Wow, there are some great courses on this. Working with JV partners, learning more about refurbishments, learning how to build out of the ground. These are all things that I know that I've attended days on and things like that. These are topics out of the top of my head that don't need months of work. They are things that you need to be able to do now or within the next few weeks or months. Now, if you're completely new and don't know where to start, then start stalking online, you know, via the networking groups and things. Find a networking group that you feel really comfortable with and start asking for personal recommendations and book a discovery call with whoever it is that takes your fancy. Now, what is it that you fear about discovery calls? Are you frightened that you're going to be sucked in and made to pay for something you don't want? If this is your worry, 
then you need to work on your ability to say no. Because it's perfectly possible to have a half an hour conversation with someone where you learn all about them and you don't commit yourself to anything. Now, what is a a discovery call? It's simply a hello. This is who I am. This is who you are. And that's from both sides and what we can do together. Now, I've got clients who ask me to work with them on the first call. Others take a lot of calls. Others know straight away, I'm just not their person. They don't want to work with me. They don't like me. And that's absolutely right. That's what it should be. There's a lot of stuff out there and it's up to you as the consumer to sift through it all till you find the fit, find the person you like working with. It's got to be a fit in delivery, content, your timescale and price. So can I recommend a course to you? Well, I think you need to bear the following five things. Who, where, what, when and how much. So get on some email lists and wait to see what comes up. I've rarely been sold anything off the social media sites, but I've often actually bought stuff from an email invitation. Often it's something that will make a difference to me and it's sold via email because, do you know, the course is so small and so insignificant that it would be overlooked on a sponsored post. And frankly, why on earth would someone want to spend money on a sponsored post when they can pop it into an email? That's why you need to be on people's email lists. It's just too small, not starry enough, not catchy enough to be advertised. Now, if you're now going, ah, but my email list is going to be swamped, use your powers of discernment. Do a little bit more digging and see if that expert is not for you. Seek out the unsubscribe button. Now, think about it this way. If you do that unsubscribing before you've actually had all these people coming into your inbox, you may have missed out on the one big thing that's going to make a tremendous difference to you. So do I think courses are necessary? Oh, yes, I do. I know I could not have done nearly as much as I have without turning up and committing to courses and one-to-one work. Has it been comfortable? Yep, I loved it. Enjoyable? Yes. Valuable? Well, as I say, yes to all of those. And jolly, jolly uncomfortable when made to participate outside my normal comfort zone. I really don't. I'm not a fan of publicly getting outside my comfort zone, but we all have to do it. Or when perhaps I'm sitting, learning something that I want to learn, but just not in the environment among all the people that I would be a natural fit for. For instance, I didn't do my maths level at school because we didn't do maths. Maths, very unfeminine subject. So once I got into the wide world, I realized that maths, not having maths level, bit of a drawback. So I went to the local technical college where I did maths level with the brickies and the future electricians of this world. I only knew where I'd been to school. I'd not encountered anything else before. So I turned up and in fact spent the whole year in splendid isolation. No one ever spoke to me in the class. Now, as I say, they were going to be brickies and sparkies. And there was I, dressed from head to toe in tweed, uh, wearing an Alice band and not sounding at all like them. Didn't worry me at all once I had realised that I didn't have to fit in. All I needed to be able to do was take the knowledge from the front of the room and use it for myself. That was part of my learning, I suppose. So if you've been wondering what it's like having a discovery call with me, then book one. Honestly, I don't bite. They're free and you'll find links in the show notes or just go straight to my website, which is Rachel spelt R-A-C-H-A-E-L, Troughton.com and look for the handy banner across the top and book into my diary. Thank you for listening to The Property Solopreneur with me, Rachel Troughton. If you've enjoyed this episode, do hit subscribe and kindly leave a review and share this podcast with anyone you think it would help on their property journey. 
If you'd like to get hold of my guide for building a successful property business, go to rachelfroughton.com forward slash checklist. We only live one life. So let's get your dream a reality through building a profitable property business. If you found my stories inspiring and my content useful, then come find out more about my mentoring and strategy sessions by going to www.rachelfroughton.com and book a discovery call with me. The banner link is on every page. Come and create and grow your own property business. That's the shortcut to success.